I rather have Jesus than men's applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin, dread, sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I'd rather have Jesus. And I'm sure that you will join with the songwriter and say that you rather have Jesus. He's the one who went to the cross, died for our sins, made it possible that we can have everlasting life. I thank God for the day when I heard about Jesus. Someone cared enough about me to share the gospel. And the Holy Spirit of God drew me unto himself. And I thank God the day that I responded and said, yes, Jesus, I thank you. I praise you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. If you're listening to my voice and you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Savior, I encourage you to do it before it is too late. We are in the book of Nehemiah and we're looking at this man doing a great work for the Lord. But while he's doing this great work for the Lord, the people that were working with him, they found themselves under heavy loans and depression. They were depressed. And Nehemiah, when he got to hear about it, Nehemiah tackled this situation. And the people will find themselves being relieved because a man of God who believes in the one of God stood up for the people. So last morning, we looked at the great assembly. He called the people for a meeting. He appealed in six different angles. I shared with you, he appealed to their love by reminding them that they were robbing their own fellow Jews and not Gentiles. I shared with you that he appealed based on God's word that what they were doing uh, was unscriptural, that they were not supposed to charge the brethren usury. Now we come to verse number eight, and I notice there that he appealed to God's redemptive purpose for Israel. In verse number eight, he said, and I say unto thee, we after our ability have redeemed our brethren, the Jews, which were sold unto the heathens, and will ye even sell your brethren? Or shall they be sold unto us? Then held there their peace and found nothing to answer. In the past, God redeemed Israel from Egypt. I'm sure that you know that story. When they were down in Egypt under Pharaoh and things were so hard for them God spoke to Moses and Moses went down and he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. In recent times, God has redeemed them from captivity. Nehemiah and other leaders had redeemed some of his fellow Jews. Now these were putting them in bondage just to make money. They were redeemed before now their very own people were putting them in bondage just to make money. 
One scholar asks the question, what is freedom? When he asked that question, someone answered and said, he was told, freedom is life governed by truth and motivated by love. I love that answer. Freedom is life governed by truth and motivated by love. Wow. Notice something else. He appealed to Israel's witness to the Gentiles' neighbors. Look at verse number 9. In verse number 9 of Nehemiah chapter 5, he said, Also I said, It is not good that ye do. Ought ye not to walk in the fear of our God because of the reproach of the heathen, our enemies? Hmm. He appealed to Israel witness to the Gentiles' neighbors. And Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 6, the Bible says, I the Lord have called thee in righteousness and will hold thine hand and will keep thee and give for a covenant of thy people a light to the Gentiles. Hmm. And for the night and verse six, he said, and he said, it is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserve of Israel. I will also give thee for a light to the Gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the end of the earth. God is saying, I want you to be an example. Hmm. They were supposed to be lights, but at this time, they were far from lights. Notice something else. He appealed to his own personal practice. Look at verse number 10 and verse number 11. In verse number 10, he said, I likewise and my brethren and my servants might exact of them money and corn. I pray you, let us leave off this usury. Restore, I pray you, to them, even this day, their land, their vineyards, their olive yards, and their houses, and the hundred part of the money, and of the corn, the wine, and the oil that ye exact of them. Hmm. He appealed to his own personal practice. What was his personal practice? He was lending money himself, but he was not charging them interest. Those that had need, he loaned them and he did not charge them interest. And then the last area that he appealed to them would be found in verse number 12 and verse number 13. He appealed to the judgment of the Lord. He appealed to the judgment of of the Lord. Look at verse number 12 and verse number 13 of Nehemiah chapter 5. In verse 12, here's what he said. Then said they, we will restore them and will require nothing of them. So will we do as thou sayest. Then I called the priests and took an oath of them that they should do according to this promise. Also, I shook my lap and said, So God shake out every man from his house, 
and from his labor that performeth not this promise. Even thus be he shaken up and emptied. And all the congregation said, Amen. And praise the Lord. The people did according to his promise. Watch. What a man. Each one of them needed to stop and to survey their own lives and to see what they were doing right and what they were doing wrong. And you know, I just thank God for Nehemiah for standing up for those people who had no one to stand up for them. And I thank God that he used the word of God and the people back there, even though they were backslidden, when they realized what the word of God said, they came to the place and said, we were wrong. We would give back their children. We would give back their money. We will give back everything. We will not charge them interest on anything. And Nehemiah went to the priest and made that thing serious and then talked to God and said to God, if they don't do this, then Lord, you do what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Those people were serving God, going through a depressing time. But God was always looking out for them. And he sent a man to rebuild the walls and he sent a man to relieve the people. Hey, as we are coming through this pandemic, let us remember to help those that we can help. Because not everyone may be able to stand on their own feet right away because of the tough time many have gone through. I trust that these devotions from chapter 5 has encouraged your heart. I have a little news for you. I went through chapter 6 and I found some stuff there that encouraged my heart and I wish to encourage your hearts also from chapter 6. So next morning, we'll pick up and go on from where we are in chapter 5, verse 14 and downward and then we'll move into chapter 6. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening and please remember to share with a friend. Lord, bless, guide, and direct have your way in and through our lives. We love you, praise you, and thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Don't forget, please share. Have a great day in the Lord.